Hello and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Uh, thanks for all your ratings and reviews recently, everyone. They're much appreciated. And if you've recently found us on Good Pods and you've been following us there, rating us there, thanks very much. As always, you can find us on social media at Billowing Hilltop on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram. Otherwise, I have no other news or information, so let us push on with episode 135 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Sandy. Hello, Hello. good evening everybody. We've got stuff to do, so much stuff to do. It's the usual suspects are here this evening. We've got emails, we've got emails, we've got Paul's bag, we're going to get, we've got stuff to do. We've got a packed program this evening, dear reader. First email is from Nate from the Dyson Desire podcast. Hello, Nate. We like Nate, we know Nate. Uh I just wanted to say well done, belatedly, for your third place in the EN World Awards and look forward (laughs) to seeing you in first place next year. Yeah. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate. Now, while writing, I wanted to bring to your attention the new song I sing around the house. I assume you are familiar with If I Were a Rich Man from Fiddler on the Roof. Mm -hmm. Well, I've taken singing the following to that tune. Do you do you know do you know the wizard? Rabba dabba 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 <laughs> I haven't tried to sing it. Do you know the wizard? Rabba dabba 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 Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All day long <laughs> he rubber dabba dabba Oh, you know him? No, not all day long. Hopefully giving you a new age of earworms. Good pun, Nate. Cheers for the entertainment, that's it. Second email. Sorry, we're being breezy because we've got loads to do tonight. Do you remember W with his pre-rolled dice? Yes. Yes. With the yes. Gyroscope thing. I'm pretty certain he told me not to identify him, but he's now said you should have identified me. Anyway, I'll read, I'll read the email. Uh, hi, Mike and Co. That's you lot. I feel so honoured to have contributed to such a prestigious podcast. There we go. Well, there you go. Start. Prestigious. Strong opening. Yes, he's wrong, though. World's third best podcast, uh, Paul. Before your heads swell up too much, I have a complaint. Uh Uh-oh. The singing, on the whole, is dreadful. (laughs) The singing? That's purple. I beg of you, please, no more Sandy, (laughs) baby. I agree with that. Yeah. Please note, this is a sentence I don't understand. Please note, this squawking pales into insignificance in comparison to a certain in brackets, CR, capital C, capital R. Is that Critical Role? Possibly. Don't know. Irksome animated bard. That must be something to do with Critical Role. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, readers. You probably know what we don't. I was a little surprised at being called W, especially as there was no mention of the Clun Brewery. This email takes a strange turn at this point. The ales from the Clun Brewery are award-winning, beating the likes of Salopian and Y Valley. The Clun Brewery also was the first nano brewery mentioned in the good beer guide maybe even coining the term it is crucial that it, oh it is crucial that it is mentioned as i have a bet with the brewer for a mini keg of ale just imagine the ability to give out free beer to a long term reader at no cost to yourselves the brewer might even be so impressed a keg could head your way oh mm. ah thank you for the warm fuzzy feeling i felt when my mail was read out there's nothing to the Warm, fuzzy feeling that Paul gets when we pull the letters <laughs> out of his sack. not a fuzzy feeling. The sharp sting. Scratch It's a sharp. Yeah. Well, the keg can go to Rye, where we're playing the Gathering don't, of the Elders. I don't think next the week. Great Gathering of the Hilltop is next weekend, dear reader. None of this will make any sense because it will have long gone by the time you hear this. It is now Thursday, no, was, the 2nd of March. Because it is no, no. Uh, when my mail was read out, similar to the feeling of a fine pint of Clun 
Pale Ale in an historic rural pub. All the best, Bill slash William slash Will slash W. Nothing like a bit of product placement. The brewery is no way affiliated or connected to Die With Us, TM, the Lucky lucky Dice Company. He's come up with a name for his dice thing. Anyway, thank you, Will. Thank you, William. Um, Whatever. uh, Bill, William, Will, W. Maybe we'll get some beer. Right. Also, which one of you wrote this? We had a review on Apple Podcasts. Wasn't me. Our 50th five-star review, by the way, which is, you know, pleasing. I have to say thank you, dear readers. I know we bang on about it, but what a difference it makes. It's entitled Shiny Happy Party Meets Grumpy DM. (laughs) Yep. The Mike DM is both harsh and kind to his party, and no one knows which one is coming next. Yeah. Mm. However, this party deserves a place in everyone's heart as they bumble and stumble from one plan to the next. Yes, we do. Love it. Yes. I think we so which one of the, do bumble that and was, stumble, don't we? Was that Johnny? We do was bumble that you, Johnny? Was it Graham? Graham's very quiet all of a sudden. No, no, that was Johnny. What? <laughs> well, he wrote that review. It wasn't, no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't me. I didn't write that. <laughs> but I think they're right. We do bumble Lucas? and stumble. No. Anyway, that's it. We don't seem to have a... We're done. Come up with something. We've done the admin. Right, next. We're not going to do a recap. Or rather, we are going to do a recap, but we're not going to do both recaps. Your recap and my recap. We're just going to do my recap because your recap involves rolling dice and all that kind of stuff. You have gone back into the shaft under the plague house. You made a decision last time we played, which is a while ago, dear reader. We haven't played for a while. You made a decision to go back and have another pop at this three-armed, three-legged, chompy-faced thing. Yeah. Yeah. You dropped down... There was a lot of toing and froing as you made decisions about the best thing to do, as it were, on the hoof. But you ended up in a situation where Burple cast a haste on Alessandra. Sessions, Buggy, Burple, Parker are waiting at the halfway point in the little passageway with the niches and so forth. And a hasted Alessandra has dropped down the second pit, just to the point where she is hovering underneath the base of the pit in the very top point of the big chapel room and she has taken sight she's drawn her bow and she is about to let fly at this abomination which is standing there apparently dormant yep okay we left it with you about to roll the dice Paul so if you're ready to go you're rolling at advantage yep let us commence rolling Okay. At advantage. What's the highest there? 25. 25. Your arrow thuds home, Paul. I don't know which order to resolve things, but let's start with let's start with the damage. Okay, so this is a it's critical it's, hit. It's critical hit because it's got at advantage it also gets sneak. Yes. So you're on 2d8 and 14d6. Plus uh, this is what we established last time. Plus a few of this Plus whatever. Bloody oh hell. My. Goodness gracious. 73 oh points of damage. <laughs> 73 <laughs> points of damage. That okay. It's critical damage, thunder damage, bludgeoning damage, and sneak damage. And you've got all your pluses and everything is already in yeah. there, right? And it's knocked prone. Um, okay. <laughs> Can you tell me about the knocked prone power? Yeah. This is part of the Bow of the Eastwind's power. A creature hit by a critical Again, hit yeah. with this bow must make... Ah, it's got to make a DC 14 strength saving so- throw. Saving so. Saving so, or suffer the effect of a blast of wind. That is not a spell effect, is it? <laughs> it's not a spell. It's a strength save, so it's not... Okay, well, this is just a straight save, then. 
Oh, no, it well fails won. the save with a one. Critical fumble. Well, I don't think it's going to exercise its legendary resistance. So it gets knocked down to the floor. It basically wakes up, takes a load of damage, and is knocked over in the same moment. Now, you've also got to roll another d20, Paul, because according to our system, you have scored a critical hit, and if you hit again with this confirmation roll, you get to pick a critical card. Okay. Oh. Plus. Well, that's going to hit armor class. 25. Yeah. Yeah. Is a hit. I need to deal you a card. Yes. Turn over your card. Or what does it say? You know, I've never had a critical card. Teeny weeny, oh. teeny weeny, violin. Ooh. Pierced. <laughs> Thanks, Graham. <laughs> Pierced thigh. Double damage. Ooh. Double damage? Yep. Double double is triple, according to our convention. Yep. So instead of doing 73 points of damage. Mm hmm. Roll it again, or do you... Uh... Another 36. There's 109 points of damage. Okay. My God. One up. bow shot. That is massively impressive. Well, that's what she's built to do. This is the perfect scenario for her. You get to continue, yeah. complete your action before we roll initiative. You're hasted. That means you've got a move of 120 with a single dash action. You get an extra action because of your haste. You could... In theory take another attack at advantage I don't know what you want to do. it's prone so you get another sneak attack it moves 200 yeah that's my thinking I have a feeling that doesn't count with ranged attacks oh no that's true yeah if I can't get sneak attack it's just no point so move on we go move and move basically straight back up like a rat up a drain pipe yeah first move Whoosh. is 120 and then it's 240 yeah wow so you'll get to 10 feet below the others. Yep. I'm going to put you on the upper map. Yep. And I'm going to just mark your height. Yep. We roll initiative. Woohoo. All of us. I think you're all aware that things have kicked off, right? Yes. We might as well roll initiative. I can't see why not. I'm going to roll for the thing. <laughs> Luke does. 20. Sessions is on 15. Parker on 5. going to do. The bug's on 20. I'm on 13. 13 for Alessandra. On 24, because I roll for 20. <laughs> on the blue dice of thingies. It is it. It Come on, then. roars with fury. <laughs> took 109 points, I can imagine it. It does. It rushes as fast as it can up towards you. It moves 200 feet up, which means that it's Doesn't 150 it need 15 feet, feet to stand up. Unfortunately... Nice point, Dan. It liquefies. Right. And flows, but it is going to have to pay a price to cover the fact that it's basically got to move laterally in order to reach the base of the pit. So it can't go straight up 200 feet. We're going to have to knock off a bit, I don't know, Pythagoras, whatever. I'm going to say it makes it about 170 feet, which means that... It's 50 foot below me. 70. It's 70 feet below you. Exactly. Alessandra, this thing is barreling towards you. Excellent. It is bathing the inner wall of this pit with these twin beams of these fog lamp eyes of it, but they are not close enough to you for you to suffer any ill effect. Okay. Ooh. One final detail. <laughs> it kills As me. it, yeah. <laughs> it kills it, me. It, it just reaches out and it just grabs you, snaps you like a twig and eats you. 
it has three arms one with an axe one with a pole armor glaive the other one was just a stump but as it moves and sort of energizes and is traveling towards you that stump changes the arm becomes insubstantial and ends in this spectral claw hand thing nice and we move on on 20 it is uncle beggy i am ready in action to bash if it gets close enough to you. It's all the hand gets close enough to bash, I will bash. If it gets within your reach, you're going to have a hit at it. If it then carries on moving... I'll get another. You can use your reaction to have an attack of opportunity. Getting double weapon, yeah. right? Yeah. Also on 20, it is a burbledy, herbledy, heebledy, hobbledy, herbledy, herbledy, hoobledy, ha. Thank you very much. That's right. I am tempted. I could try catching it in a spherical wall of force if it's flying. But I don't know what we then do. Does that get us anywhere? Because it probably plugs the thing, so we probably couldn't get past it. But if we're here to collect magic... <laughs> I don't know. We're here to kill it, or just... I don't know. I think we're here to kill it. Because if we don't kill it, here. it will kill us. Will it? Yep. We get the magic, and we then shut it, shut it, it again. It just wants to talk. It does <laughs> not want to talk. Clown. Do you want to examine the rules around trying to catch things inside... Spherical walls of force. Can we spend another hour doing a wall of force, please? No. Oh, I thought <laughs> my force were hemispherical or flat. <laughs> they're not spherical. No, they can, can only apologise, <laughs> dear readers. Or a sphere with a radius my. of up to ten feet. Goodness. I presume you can just catch people in them, right? I... Should we have a look? But it won't Don't fit in see. the corridor, is it? You can form it into a hemispherical dome or a sphere with a radius. A radius of up to ten feet. So, yes, you can to. do that. Yeah, but it, it's whether it gets us anywhere because while it's flying I can do it you see so the opportunity is now I think if it's standing then it's going to be probably too tricky to do that I think we need to have a talk about this for the future because to me it looks like Wall of Force has become a spell where basically (laughs) no save I am aware I am aware at 120 feet range just trap anything you like within a bubble and give you I think it would be reasonable to give somebody a dex save I'm not going to do it I'm going to ready to fire my lightning as soon as it comes into range you are tucked around the corner, not actually looking down the corridor. Well, Would you like to, to change your... Yes, I'll have to... I'll, I'll kind so of you're be peeking around. around. You're peeking down the passageway, yeah. Yeah, what I want to do okay. is fire as soon as I see it, and then duck back around. If you're literally peering around the corner. Yeah. You're actually in a square, but you're leaning slightly out of your square. Ready to fire my And then you're straightening. Yeah. yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, fine. On 15, it is a session's Eeper. Hmm... Uh, Bless is not concentration, is it? Technically, it is, of course, a concentration spell. Is it? Okay. So I'll have to remember to concentrate on it, and I think I might fly up the tube a little way, just out of sight. Like (laughs) five feet or something? Yeah, yeah, just so that I can hear what's going on, but be out of sight before it gets anywhere near me. I think I was up at the ceiling anyhow. On 13, it's... (laughs) Hi, W. Sandy. <laughs> Baby. It's time <laughs> for your turn. <sighs> hello? Uh, yes, hello. Hello? 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 Well, she's obviously going to move like fuck. Yeah? I think she's going to fly up, fly all the way through the passage, and fly into the chamber at the far end of the passageway. And ready to fire okay. as it comes over. If I've got a, a, that, so that is in terms of movement. You can 60, move 120. Yeah, 
You're well within a single move at this point. So that's within a single move, and therefore I can ready to shoot the moment the creature is within five foot of an ally. Huh. I think that's very astute. Nice. There you go. That's my round. By the way, dear reader, an uh, a sort of slightly impressed uh from Dan mm. means that somebody's come up with something tactically good. Mm, no, I like it's it. It's a very rarely bestowed compliment. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm currently bathed in the glory of the Leonine Aslan. What is it? What's it? He's the... <laughs> Just get on with it. On yeah. five, if it is the real Parker, yeah. it's Parker. Well, I'm going to go to the edge of the shark. Lucas the spider. And I'm going to fire a fireball. Wider. What? 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 That woke you up, didn't it? Lucas the spider. Johnny's quite a bit wider. Was that that song? That was that song. We might use it again. I'm trying to sing as much as possible for the benefit of our friend William with his Clun Brewery and his pale... Ooh, are we going to get some free beer, do you reckon? It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Speaking of beer... They can't send it to the hilltop. It's a yeah. imaginary location. Speaking of beer, tonight's beer is mm. Under the Sun oh. Session Hazy IPA by the World Beer Co., which no longer exists. Have they gone? They've gone. They went bust. I thought they were moved to meantime. Oh, may I hope, well, I hope so, because it's really, very lovely. Well, I just had a glass of lukewarm North London tap water. So filled with joy. Yes. Ever since our sponsorship with SodaStream ran out. <laughs> well, it's damaging my teeth. We're struggling to make ends meet. You were you were drinking an excessive amount. I was. I was drinking nothing but fizzy water all the time. And it mm. damaged my teeth. Yeah. No wonder they stopped sponsoring us. Anyway, so it's flat tap water. Double filtered. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, so, you know, none, well, of, none of your rubbish. Warm, not even chill. Lovely. Um, okay, D&D. We've kind of gone off the... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God, yeah. yeah. Bring it down a notch, would it? D&D. Oh, it's Parker. Sorry, it's the same problem as Lucas again. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. We're so sorry, Lucas. We're all sorry together. No, you sorry. are. Let's have your turn. Sorry, not sorry. sorry. What are you doing, Lucas? What are you doing? As I said, I'm going to the edge of the shaft, and I'm going to fire off a fireball, and then I'm going to go back to the alcove. It makes okay. a dexterity save, DC what? DC team. There we go. Ooh. It makes that it save. Seems. What's the damage? What's half the damage? Half 27. Don't know how many of you are trying to keep track of this. It's about 120 points then, so far. 126. 126. You're already wrong, but it doesn't matter. Oh, really? I thought it was <laughs> uh, Let's keep going. Plus 17. 13. Oh, 13. And we go to the top of round two. And it's it. Here we go. First thing that happens is you hear a kind of screeching whoosh. And like some kind of force missile, this hand comes streaking over the edge of the pit and heading down the passageway. It gets to the point where it is level with Parker and Buggy. So we've got a situation where Buggy and Alessandra have both got readied actions. Yeah. Buggy, if you would like to strike at the hand, it is your opportunity to do so. It's heading straight for a Alessandra. 20. It's a hit. So let's put the hand in. Okay, I'm not raging currently, so I do 24 points of damage. Yep. Six of which is five, four of Six of which is radiant. five. Oh, oh. Alessandra, okay. this thing is within five feet of yep. Buggy. Yep. Yep. Off you go. 
Hitting arm plus 20. Is a hit. That's tight. That's very close. 33 points of damage. Well, the hand has been quite severely damaged. It keeps moving. Now, Buggy, at a certain point, it leaves your reach. Okay, I'll bash it and again. And Parker, it leaves your reach. I'll bash again. Let's yeah. do enough medical oh, order. Yep. Oh, dear. Oh, Four is not going to cut it. Want to use an order, dice? No. Okay. Surly. Parker? Yeah. Armor class 11. Also a four. (sighs) Want to use an orc dice? No, not worth it. Okay. It streaks straight at you, Alessandra. Mm -hmm. It gets to you. Yep. And, yes. I have my swords in my hands, but I have a readied action to hit the big thing. Yes. The big thing's not in view. If I take my attack of opportunity on the hand, would I lose my readied action? Yes, because you use your reaction. Oh, hold up. You shouldn't. Oh, damn it. I've been too nice, haven't I? Damn it! What? Well, you both missed, so luckily we're all fine. You use your reaction to take your ready action. So Parker and Buggy. You can't have an attack of opportunity and a ready You can't have an attack of opportunity until your next turn, after you've taken a ready oh, action. Burple, you could lose your ready action and instead opt to burn your reaction with an attack of opportunity on the hand, should you so wish to. I will save it. This thing streaks towards... Alessandra, mm-hmm. and it grabs you, or at least tries to. Yeah. Okay, we need to look at the grappling. <sighs> <laughs> well, it's an opposed check. The grappler uses athletics, and the defender uses athletics or acrobatics. Right, so I make a strength check, or strength athletics check. You can pick. I'll use strength athletics. Go on then. But it makes its roll at advantage. Oh, does it now? It does now. First roll, it oh, gets. Oh dear me! That is a twenty-three. Crikey! And its other roll, Oof. twenty-one. I'm going to find it very difficult. Oh, and I don't. Would you like to use an orc dice? What's it trying to do? It's trying to grab, grab him. me. No. It grabs you. You are grappled. Okay. Unless it does really horrible damage, it's quite good because it kind of takes it out of the game a bit. Does it? Well, mm, I think it's not good. Probably not good. It means the big monster will come up and munch you at advantage. Mm -hmm. Your speed is naught. You can't benefit from any bonus to your speed. That's basically it. Yeah, but I can try and escape. Yes. You don't know whether or not it's going to be able to do damage on you and crush you or whatever, but that's a separate question. Yep. Spoiler alert. It can. (laughs) (laughs) The thing itself then emerges. Semi-liquid, semi-solid. It burbles over the edge of the pit. Burple? Yeah. So it does 66. DC 14 deck save. Makes that save. So it takes half of 23, so 11. You think, Burps, with your brief glimpse of this thing, that it is quite solidly beaten up. Bloodied, beaten up, whichever term you like to use. Okay. Past that line a bit, you think. It continues to move. One to three, it stops when it reaches the niches with Parker and Buggy. Four to six, it carries on going until it's in the main chamber. It carries on going. It moves into the main chamber. It knows you're there, obviously, Burps. And when it gets there, Uh it's going to go past Alessandra. It (laughs) turns and it bathes you all with its fog lamp gaze. Parker and Bugraft, you can save at advantage because you're kind of protected by the niches. So let's start with Alessandra. You've got to make a charisma save 
Alessandra, as it bathes you with its gaze. Just checking that my uh, inherited power wouldn't uh, kick in at this stage. It's interesting that you ask about that. Yes, it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And no is the simple answer. We've got blessed running, haven't we, some of us? You can add a D4 to your set. Anyway, that's enough. From Alessandra, you're all right. What's, uh, Uncle, what's the DC? You don't know. Purple? What are we rolling? Oh, fuck's sake. Ooh, four? I might it's need... Not can I use an ought dice? Do it. It's ought dice time. Oh, oh it's a 19. 26. Five. And then saving at advantage, we've got Parker and Buggy. So that's uh, 10. So was it wisdom? It's a charisma. Charisma. Oh, charisma. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice try. That's not good. Do you want to... And an advantage... You made That's it. That's going Buggy. Yeah. You made it. Yeah. 16 made plus 1d4. Great. You're all fine. This thing is going to bite Alessandra. Oh, thanks. 18. You take the following damage as its chompy chompy teeth chomp into your chompy oh, face. Oh, it's a chompiness, isn't it? Oh, God. Captain Chompy. 32 points of chompy damage. Nice, thank you. It's done all of the stuff it's going to do and it is Uncle Buggy on 20. Move up to it. Yeah, you, you want to avert your gaze? I, yes, I'm never going to hit it, but I, I can't do that hopeless thing. It's terrible. Moving out of the niche, using a bonus action to start raging and then I'm going to bash. Bash. So the first bash, 25 is a hit, but you're running at disadvantage. So the second one is... Oh, it's a hit. Oh, it's 26. A hit. Yes. Oh, How much brilliant. damage? Come on, Joes. Come on, come on. 30 points of damage. Awesome. Bloody yeah, hell. It Brilliant. almost rocks back on its heels. Yeah, man. Huge this Baka. thing in your tiny on. little bearded permed form. Bash it again. Basically, Leo Sayer. <laughs> With a great sword. Yeah. 21 a hit. Is a hit, but you roll again. I think. Oh, oh, fuck it. That's me. At the end of your turn, it gets to do something. It strikes at... One, two, three, buggy, four, six, Alessandra. Four, six, Alessandra. Yes. It's going to bite you again. Yeah. It's just going to... I can't take it's much It's just going to bite. Chompy, chompy, chompy. Oh, that's not very much, though. That is um, class 20. Yeah, that is. Plus 13. Plus 13 to hit. Grosso. You take the following amount of damage as the chompy grosso. teeth chomp into your chompiness. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, 41 points of chompy Ooh. damage. Yeah, oh. that, that, I love the next attack I'm down. And it's purple. He sessions the heal. Um, I guess he's halfway yeah. up the shaft. Now, if I remember correctly. Rapidly retreating. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember, does it? When it has its uses its legendary reaction What's or whatever, it? yeah, does it get to negate the effect of something, or does it get to save against something? You think that what legendary resistance means is that it can choose to make a saving throw that it fails, right? You don't know how often. Okay. I'm trying to think about your experience of it so far, you think it certainly exercised that power more than once in that first combat. Okay, I'm, I'm going to do certain about that, but I'm reckoning irresistible so. dance on it. Oh, uh, here we go. First of all, it gets to try and save, right? No, nope, it's the DC. No, it saves in its go as an act. Oh, we worry about it in a minute. Okay. It's that's the end capering. of your turn. <laughs> Cavorting. I'm afraid it's concentration, so that's the hay spell gone. And then I'm going to move. I'm going to run down the passageway into one of the niches. Tuck yourself away, hide yourself away. Okay, fine. Not totally hide myself away, but yeah. 
at the end of your turn, mm. it bites Alessandra again. It must use all of its movement to dance without leaving its space and has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws and attack rolls. It's under the effect of your spell between now and whenever its turn starts. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's capering for the duration. So it's dancing. Brilliant. Okay, well, it starts dancing. It's got yeah. three legs, three arms. It's quite impressive. <laughs> it's like... It's got to roll again. It hit armor class 20 just then, which we think is a hit. Yes, it's a hit. So let's see if it rolls a nice... Ooh, armor class 18. It's also a hit. Oh. I thought we got away with that. I'm afraid it's chompy time. I'm afraid it, she's dead time. Maybe not dead. Oh, that's true. Because... Yes. So far as I can tell, Alessandra is effectively indestructible but let's see where we are you take 33 points of choppy choppy damage right well i'm uh stabilized and you're on naught hit points yep. according to our rule the boromir rule you can you can crawl except i'm grappled except you're grappled next it is sessions on 15 who's going to heal you so we don't know that i i'm looking at my um, my list of things that i can do um May not be worth healing Alessandra, to be honest with you. Messing a little bit. She's grappled. Now is maybe not the time. Maybe not. Maybe do something offensive if you can. Yeah. This thing is pretty badly. Spirit wounded. Guardians would be good, wouldn't it? Maybe. Yeah. But you would lose the bless. Yeah. Could mm. do the Spirit Guardians. That might help. And then you just stay up the shaft, and it just keeps taking damage every round. Should we give that a go? We'll give that a go. We'll do the Spirit Guardians, Mike. It's a sphere, is it? Uh, yeah, it's a 15-foot sphere, I think. So it reaches down and intersects with a... Yeah, okay, so it's... It, well, I think we can agree that it is in the radius, yes? Around you for 15 foot for the duration, so I guess it's a 30-foot diameter sphere. So you fill the chamber with whirling, sharp-edged spectral playing cards. Obviously, I nominate my mates as uh, not being in it. <laughs> yeah, you have to be able to see them, right? So you have to move down to the... The bottom of the pipe. Yeah, and then move back up. On 13, grabbed by this thing, it's Alessandra... Oh, no, uh, not making death-saving throws, not doing anything, right? Not doing anything. You can't really... Hanging limply yep. in this force claw. Yep, she's just... On five, bottom of the round, if it is a real Parker, it's Packer. Well, I guess I would move up and attack it. Flame tongue. Oh, it's a four. Um... That's Hello. plus 1d4, but that's not going to be a hit even with an extra 4 from the Bless, is it? On we go. Second attack would hit armor class at least 21. Is a hit. Is a hit. Nine points of damage. And yeah. then the unarmed yeah. strike is oh, a critical miss. Oh, forget it. Okay. No flurry of blows this time. you want to gamble? No. As I've hit it, I can move away without taking attack of opportunity. I go back into the alcove. You scuttle away again. Mm -hmm. At the end of your turn, takes its third legendary action, and it bites into the supine form of Alessandra. Oh, hold up. First attack is a three, hits armor class 16, which is not enough. Mess. It's a mess. But I think it's at advantage if you're down, aren't you? Don't know. You're incapacitated, Prime. right? Yeah, probably. It's also a disadvantage because of the dance. So it missed. It missed. Hurrah! Irrespective. Lucky git. Didn't it take the damage from the spirit guardians at the beginning of its turn? It's not its turn. 
it's a legendary action. Gets three of them. Fuck. Oh, I see, right. Loads to do. Mike's trying to dead dead me. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. nasty. I don't know what you're going to have to do for that. don't know what the rules are. What? If he does damage well, on you? How much damage does he have to do? In it's just an automatic to... critical... As if you'd order a critical hit on oh, your death save. As it's so like you'd have to do save. double my maximum hit points? No, I think if you're on zero, then if it does any damage, I think it's like a double death save. Okay, at which point... I, I'm not sure, actually. I can't remember. While you're wearing the character wound closure, you stabilise whenever you are dying at the start of your turn. So how do you die, then? How do you actually get to the point where you're dead? You're beyond three massive death saves. Damage. What is massive damage? So you're stabilised when you're dying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit of a... Actually. Rule as the whole, isn't it? going to have to look this up now. Massive damage. This optional rule makes it easier for a creature to be felled by massive damage. When a creature takes damage from a single source equal to greater than half its hit point maximum, it must succeed on a DC 15 constitution save or suffer random effect. Well, that's an optional thing. Bizarrely difficult to find anything which tells you how you die. Character death. Well, normally it's failing death saves. It's the... Um... Yeah. Yeah. I went to my local D&D group the other day. Oh, yeah, well, you we did. did play last week. Put my head around the door and they were setting up. How was it? As you would expect, it was it was great. Such nice people. It's a guy called Jan Luca. Looks like he set it up, and they was I think initially there was just a few of them playing in a pub, and they gained extra people, and now they have a little church hally kind of you know function room thing in the middle of town. Probably have the soda stream, <laughs> soda stream thing on Wednesdays. Do you know what I mean? Like soda friends or whatever, and then. They have on Monday nights. They they play D and D. Three tables worth. Wow. Yeah. So you're going to go uh, along? I think they have a, you're going to join? Well, we play on Mondays. No. So basically not. If we miss a week and I get enough warning, I will probably try and drop in. I think two of the games are like long running campaigns, and then Jan Luca runs a game where he basically runs one shots that are stitched together, and you can bring any character along. The right. Yeah. Graham will know this. What's the equivalent of the Pathfinder Society for D&D? Is it Adventurers League? Adventurers something. Yeah, it's called something like that. DM, DM's Guild. He basically applies those rules. So as long as your character right. fits those criteria, you can just turn up. So that's what I'll, that's what I'll do. Or I'll run a one-shot. But I, have to, I need a one-shot to run, which I don't have. And a real one-shot, like a three-hour, four-hour game, not a one-shot that we play and take two days to finish. Anyway, yeah, they were great. They were really good. Uh, sorry. Basically, because he's got... Alessandro's got this periapt. It's quite straightforward, actually. I think it's quite straightforward, too, yeah. If you take damage, you start making saves again. Stabilizing doesn't reset the clock. So it hits you, you get one or two fails. Yes. You stabilize. But on your turn, does it not restabilize you? Right. Yeah, but stabilizing doesn't reset the clock. Doesn't it? Don't think so. Well, it's okay. We need to gross get... item. We 100% need to get this right. I think the real issue is if you get hit twice... Hmm. The first hit on zero is a critical hit. The second hit is also a critical hit. Yeah. And that kills you. Yeah. It's so two it's failed death saves. Yes. So if it can strike him twice in a round, it kills him. Yeah. Well, it can, but we've got all sorts to get past before that happens. But you missed on the first hit, didn't you? With a three. With its leisured reaction at the end of last turn, it just missed. It's now its turn. We need to resolve loads of stuff in order because we've got the um, Spirit Guardians and we've got the Otto's Irresistible Dance. Yeah. 
first thing that happens is it must make a saving throw against one of those two effects. I'm going to just go in order that they were applied to it. Irresistible dance first. What's the save? Is it a wisdom save? Wisdom DC 15. It's an action though, yeah? It's an action to make a save? Yeah. Ah, okay. Yes. You rolled a 6. And then I rolled a 15. Oh, it's at advantage. It's got magic resistance. So it gets to roll twice. All right. It's burnt its action to do that. Uh-huh. Nice. So it can't use its multi-attack action, so it can't make its attacks. Can use a bonus action. The hand is going to crush Alessandra. Thanks. It does not that much damage, but I don't think that's relevant. Doesn't matter. The thing here is it's not an attack. It's not critical. You take bludgeoning damage equal to 2d6 plus the spell casting ability modifier. Okay. 14 points of bludgeoning damage, Alessandra. Okay, but that doesn't mean anything. So that's one death save. Okay, yeah. One fail. Yeah. You'll stop having to make fresh death saves as soon as your turn comes around. Okay. But you'll still be on one failed, irrespective. This is, I think, what we've established. Okay. Oh, two readers are probably howling at this. The next thing that happens is we've got to look at the spirit guardians. Yep. At the beginning of its turn, it takes damage, Graham. Yes. What's the DC of that save? It's another wisdom save. Wisdom 17. It chooses to make that save, which means it takes half damage or no damage? Half damage. Four. Well, I mean, you know. Radiant, sir. Oh, paper cuts. Very nasty. Put lemon on it. It is going to stay where it is and on 20 it is uncle buggy keep attacking it does it look blooded or wounded at all <laughs> yes it looks I mean, quite a lot uh, he- hell of a lot of damage on it if it's not blooded then uh, yes it trouble. definitely does when burple was looking at it earlier burple got the sense that it was very seriously beaten up yeah mike okay. did say it was pretty pretty beaten up I'm averting my gaze, I'm attacking at disadvantage, but I do have the bless there in twice. So the first attack is a... Oh, you don't have a bless, no. Oh, it's gone. Uh, 21? Is a miss. Oh, fuck it. Second attack. Oh, oh it's a five. I'm never going to hit it. I need a 14. At the end of your turn, it bites Alessandra. Fucking well. I'm on the same phase. Does it get after everybody's... Yes, at the end of an opponent's turn, yeah. It bites Alessandra. It's attacking at advantage. And Alessandra is at disadvantage anymore, isn't it? And Alessandra is unconscious as a result of the crushing hand. Yeah. So, first roll is a 12, hits armor class 20. If it doesn't matter, it doesn't need to be running at advantage. (laughs) Alessandra, that's another... Is that another death? It's not a critical, is it? It is a critical. Oh, Um, Alessandra... You are dead. dead. I'm Re- dead, dead. Reincarnate her. Conjuring On Grimble. the Druid babe. All of heroes. Oh. Tim. So we're back together. Reincarnate him. Tim's in a different order. Reincarnate him. So we're back together. On the Druid's table. Play him as a badger. This monster seems to just be kind of bonkers bonkersly different next it is on 20 burple it's definitely the toughest thing you've faced and there's a simple reason that it's so awful um can't look at it i made it did you now yes (laughs) so it's completely unbalanced yeah okay fine understood (laughs) there's a massive (laughs) assumption there (laughs) the 
3.5 version of this thing is about two pages bonds yeah as you can imagine it's massively simpler than the third edition version of this thing but legendary actions are the things that make these things nasty mm. can it kill anybody else I'll do dissonant whispers on it wisdom save DC 15 okay first roll Ooh, that's not enough second roll 12 is enough well it takes half of 66 oh 66 yeah <laughs> so 11 points it's still alive at the end of your turn it bathes Bugraft with its fog lamp eyes even though I've averted my gaze you're rolling at advantage so first roll roll and roll again so fuck fast at right left Okay, you have to get a single re-roll. So you're re-rolling one dice and you're adding a D8. Oh, Here we go. no. Do you I, want to do any practice rolls? Yeah, I might do a practice want to, roll. A four and a five. Do you want to get uh, W that I'm to... I'm get another okay. bad roll. So. Just tell me when it's the real one. Three. Oh, three. Good choice. Oh, nice decision. Another practice roll. Now I don't know what to do. Be another <laughs> Reset, you see. Poorly. I'll go for a real roll now. No, this is no, the real no, roll. No, okay, I, I, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's the real roll. It's the real roll. This is the real roll. Okay. It's nine <laughs> plus one d eight. You got no charisma modifier. Of course not. <laughs> I'm thick and very ugly. You're going to need the D8 to really <laughs> come Sing. through for you. It's 15? insufficient, Uncle Buggy. 15 is not enough. Mm. You are seized by an overwhelming wave of hopelessness and despair. <sighs> sessions on 15. You're not really sure what's going on, Sessions. I'll shout as a free action. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Voice in as many weeks. No one could spell so any concentration. It's a trade-off. It is. Do you think it's got one more legendary action left before its turn? Tonight's beer, by the way, Paul, is the evergreen, ever lovely, ever crisp and delicious Nickel. I'm not talking to you. Why not? You killed my character. It wasn't me, Paul. It was an imaginary. It was you. It was malicious. My actions were prompted by something Dan said the other day. Mm. Was that great? Well, he said that he thought I was a bit of a wuss for monsters <laughs> not choosing to be nasty and bumping people off when they have a chance. So it's Dan's fault. And I thought something that's really horribly horrible, nightmare, awful creature, is not so scary unless it really does try and do it, right? So, yeah, yeah I thought that seems like... I'm going to try. It's not a concentration spell, so I'm going to give it a go. Flame strike on it. Do it. Nice. In the corner... Well, not the corner. It has yes, got a 10-foot cylinder above it. Deck save, right? It's a deck save. What's the DC? 17. First of all, let's start with the... It saves. So it takes 46 fire damage yeah. and 46 radiant damage. Radiant? Radiant. Oh, hello. Oh, oh. Kenneth? 25, so 12 points of damage. Yeah. Although, if it's, you know, vulnerable to radiant damage... Oh! oh. It's not. It's got no vulnerabilities. Oh! <laughs> like a startled deer, sir. <laughs> oh, it's... Still alive. The end of your turn. It is going to friend guide storyteller. I don't know how calculating to make this creature. 
I think it's possessed of a sort of feral cunning and mercilessness. Yeah, of course it is. But is it possessed of a sort of tactical thinking? Bear in mind that I am not, right? If Dan was running this encounter... Well, Dan would say since intelligence... Yeah, but you'd all be dead if Dan was running this encounter because Dan would have thought this through about 90 booze in advance, like Victor (laughs) Korchnoi, whatever he's called. (laughs) Gary Kasparov. I think if Dan was doing this, it would go after sessions. But since Dan isn't doing this, it's not going to go after sessions. It's going to do what I think it would do, which is go after Uncle Buggy. Is it its go? It's its legendary action at the end of Sessions' turn. Yeah. Hitting armor class 27. Yep. 18 points of chopping, chopping damage. Okay. On 13, it's... No, no, it's Alessandro. No, don't need to worry about that. (laughs) On five. If it is the real Parker, it's Parker. Running out. Mm -hmm. Bish, bash, bosh. First attack. Go. This could be Parker's moment. This is your um, miss. Even it's a miss. It would eighteen be still be a miss. It's a miss. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, it's a twenty-one. Yet yeah. to add the bless. That Three, is it. Isn't running anymore. Oh, it's a miss. Ah, <laughs> fuck, that's, that's a miss. A, hello, miss. Okay. Twenty-two. That is a hit, Barker. 10 points of damage. <gasps> the final. Yes. yes, that's a 23. So that's another 15. Plus. Yeah. Plus the thunder and lightning then. So that means an extra. This is this is critical. Two points. Of, oh, no. Two points. Two points of damage. Yeah. Can you use an alt dice? Use your alt dice. Teetering. Use your alt dice. You can't use an alt dice to re-roll damage, and you can't use an alt dice to go back a roll uh, to re-roll one of those other attacks. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I do have one more Oh, can you spend a key point? Yes, I just need to have a quick... And? Give me a second. It's not just us. Up to 16 oh, no. people are currently holding their breath. No, there's no opportunity. Really? One thing, it yeah, it needs to make a constitution saving throw DC 40. Stunning strike. Is that a magical effect? It makes that save anyway. Is that it? Yeah. Double, triple, absolutely sure? Yeah, unfortunately. Well, we have now got a very important moment. Because Sessions are Eper. I'm going to roll my saving throw at advantage. I make my save. Sessions, you have got to do 3d8... The Spirit Guardian's damage. Here we go. Eleven. So a total of five points of damage. Yeah. Sessions, your playing cards whirl and snick around it, delivering a thousand tiny paper cuts. But it lives. Oh, <sighs> fuck it. It's its turn. What does it do? What? 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 In, what does it do? What? What is your favourite colour? <laughs> <laughs> First of all, all of its legendary actions. Oh, were sorry, I uh, forgot to mention that. Of course, I moved back out of the way. Well, you didn't. Never has the dessert Shit. trolley. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you, I can take a few hits, so. It turns towards Barker. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Okay, the hand moves, drops Alessandra's corpse to the floor, and then it yeah. moves. It's going to put Alessandra's. No longer needed mini. Just we're just gonna toss it into a little bucket on the side there. Grimbold's <laughs> Thank you. The hand 
drifts south. Oh. And points its taloned finger bolt. at you, Parker. And can you give me a constitution mm-hmm. save, please, as a zap of negative energy courses through you? Ten. Finger of death in it. That is insufficient. Do you to take want the following. to uh, use an ought dice? Has he got an ought dice? I've I lost do. track now. If it's just damage. You did. Okay. You it could be a lot of damage. About it's just damage. Something. It's up to you. And then it's chomping you. Do I save it for the next chomp? You can't use an ought dice to resist the damage. No, but I'm thinking that if it hits me, it's going to have some bite effect or something, isn't it? I think it just does a lot of damage. All right. Well, I'll give it another go then. You're using the ought dice on this? Yeah. Certain. Uh, oh. <sighs> no. Oh, plus, hold on. Plus one d six. One d eight. Plus one d eight. Oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> one. One. Oh, one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. You take fifty-seven points of damage, Parker. Ouch. Okay. That is the hand. Medic. Now it bathes you with its You're doomed. fog lamp blue gaze. Can you give me a charisma save, please? <sighs> I guess a green half orc with a pointy head hasn't got too high a charisma. No. Uh, oh, that's 10, 16. 16. It's a 16 mm. because you take one off. Yes. You fail that oh, oh, no. by one, Parker. <laughs> you are seized by hopelessness. Uh, a wave of despair yeah. washes over you. You can heal yourself, you can do whatever, but you can't... Oh no, not yeah. again, said the bell. Oh no, not again. Then it moves, zaps through the room, <laughs> it gets up to Burple. Oh, Jesus. Fuck off. <laughs> Fuck off. Squeezing. Stupid mistake. And at minus two, Stupid it kills Burple. St- at minus Stupid two. Stupid mistake. It attacks Burple with its chompy face. Chompy, chompy, chompy. No. No, yes. Mike. No. no got Here that we wrong. Go. At minus two. Oh, it missed. It anyway. rolled a two. It Jeremy rolled Gitt. a two. <laughs> it misses. This is Mike's misses. monster. It can do what it likes. As many times it likes. No, no, Whenever it, in the round it likes. No, it can do two things on its action. <sighs> one of which was the gaze. One of which was this chompy attack. He really is fed up with editing, isn't he? And the hand acts as a bonus action. So that's his round. Unable to do anything of any use, it is Uncle Buggy on 20. Well, I could sink into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Good. Damage on it. It's nearly dead. What? It's nearly dead. I can't do anything. I'm doing... Oh, you're all... You're feeble Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless... A session could do a dispel magic on one of us. I could do spells. You could do a heal on me. I could do a heal on you. Yes. Yes, that's the point. Okay, I'll do a third level heal on Parker. Have you got a lesser restoration? A lesser restoration. Have you got a lesser Rastafarian? (laughs) Sorry, you distracted me with that lesser Rastafarian. I'll have to roll that again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear. Six in total. No, you put me off. So you're saying that the dice were affected by No, you put me (laughs) off. Speaking. I... (laughs) I'll, roll it, I'll just roll it again. No way. So that's six. <laughs> I think Plus we're adding two, two though. Eight. It's eight points. Spell. Anything else from you, Buggy? Thank you, nonetheless. It all comes down to this, I suspect. In his niche, this giant thing looming over him. It is, it purple. is purple. 
I have options. Oh! Oh no, I'm not going to use the dessert trolley. I always criticise you for doing so. Okay, fine. I should have got you then, Purple, but... With what? Well, it gets a legendary action at the end of Buggy's round. We'll do the legendary action. And it could do. Go on then. You're being nice. No. You're absolutely right. No more Mr. Nice Mike. You've announced my round. But you haven't moved yet. Yep. Mm-mm. I think he's he's the other. I think if the if the gloves are on the other hand, <laughs> you would be uh, like. <laughs> go on then. Right. Go on then. Just roll another two. That's fine. Come on. It's just gonna look at you, Purple. You've got to make a charisma save. Fucking <laughs> hell! I hate saving. I mean, it's bones. your favourite save. Have you got an alt dice left? No. Or not? No. no. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> We're right down to the very. You can have my alt dice. I haven't used it. Of the barrel i'm afraid alessandra's old dice seems to have uh, (laughs) while we're at this buggy and parker can you both give me perception checks no four any of you roll above a ten six okay oh we go so what do i need mike 17 isn't it it's a 17 (sighs) let's just let's get into that 50 50 you know surely one of these rolls got to go my way all right here we go here we go here we go Oh, Bloody hell. Shit. It's a 13. <laughs> you are overwhelmed uh, by TPK. hopelessness and despair. Sessions. Sessions. And now it's your turn. What can I do with the hopelessness and despair? Can I, uh, can I cast a spell? Yes, just not one that hurts it. Is there something you can do that has a... Has a what? Side effect of... So that's not actually well, Accidentally... <laughs> Am I you allowed? Dispel magic. Yes. Because you could dispel it on me or Parker, and then we'll mm. be able to bash it. I could dimension door out of there. I could put a wall of force across the entrance to the alcove that I'm in, or I could try and engineer some kind of dispel. Sometimes I can't move. We need to get one of us into position of doing a certain amount of damage on it. It's yeah, obviously sure. literally. It's almost dead. I think. I'm going to do the wall of force. Where are you going to do it? Across the alcove entrance. Done. It gets a turn, but it can't move. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll a d20. 20. It knows about the wall of force, which means it doesn't waste its turn trying to do anything clever with purple. I shall wag my eyebrows at it. It hasn't got a target. It can't see sessions. It can't move. I think it saves its... It's just out of things to do. So it is sessions on 15, and basically it is down to this. But after sessions, we have Anisandra who's dead, Parker who can't do anything, and then it's it, and then it will be able to move. It is all down to this. I'm going to drop down from the pipe. Yes. I'm going to attempt to do something brave. <laughs> Hopefully everyone is relatively healthy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to move slightly into the room, Mike, so I'm at least... 30 foot from it I have to touch the ground now I'm going to cast destructive wave and I'm going to use my channel divinity to maximise the thunder damage wow what does that do tell me all about it (laughs) each creature oh you choose so I don't choose any of my friends within 30 feet must succeed in a constitution saving throw or take 5d6 thunder damage so that will be maximised as well as 5d6 radiant damage and be knocked prone it's a dc 17 constitution save and it's half damage if they save half damage if they save the radiant damage courses through it the thunder damage storms rumbles catches it it exercises all of its legendary power in order to shrug off the damage 
but it's not enough. Yes. It teeters. It groans. It seems confused. The fog lamp eyes dim. The chompy mouth closes. The axe drops from its hand and as it does so becomes insubstantial. Turns into a cloud of autumn leaves. The glaive drops from its hand. It just disperses into motes of light and you can hear the roar of a thousand angry souls. And then the entire form just slumps and crashes down to the floor in the passage. Yes. And all of you feel the benevolence well done, of the thought fall upon you. Yes. And you are raised a level. I think I can't give you a level because some of you are on one level and some of you are on another and some of you died just before they got given that level. Oh. Sorry, that's not good, but there we go. Are Our we second fatality despondent? of the campaign. No, uh, all of those... Graham, the, the death of do you thing. have resuscitate? Yeah. Revivify. 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 I have raised dead. You have raised dead? Yeah. At this point, I need to talk about the thing that Parker and Buggy didn't spot with their perception checks. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. There's another one coming up the shaft. (laughs) (laughs) Alessandra's body, now you look at it. Oh, it's a setup. It's becoming insubstantial, and motes of grey and green light are starting to circle and orbit around it. Now you think about it, Buggy and Parker, maybe there was a little bit of a glimmer of light from Alessandra's body earlier when she first slumped to the ground when the hand dropped it, but you didn't pay it any mind. But now that you start to gather in triumph, the sort of orbit of motes of grey and green light are circling around it. And before you can register what's happening, the orbits of those motes of light speeds up, the form becomes more and more insubstantial, and then in a flash... <gasps> She's gone. So oh my a, god. Simulcrum. There's so something wrong Alessandra about Alessandra. It always has been. Don't trust me. Been whisked back to Granny, isn't she? We've got to go We've got to go searching. down search, into the main cathedral room. Yeah. Start searching. Yeah. Let's move you onto the other map. There's been some searching already. I'm just going to refresh your memory. Oh, yeah. In the bottom alcove when I was just You've searched the, last time. the south eastern corner of the room and the alcoves have been searched because you were trapped in there by your own wall of the force. The long flat wall looks like a good place to search. Yeah. The eastern east wall, wall of the chapel. Yeah, the long yeah. eastern wall. You don't have to search for long. I don't need to make you make a roll. As you're tapping and scraping, you realise that you might be interacting with something which is maybe only one brick thick in the centre of that okay, wall. So bash them through. Mike? Yes? I'll make a door. You're going to make a door using stone shape. Yeah. An iris is open. You open a void, a space, a dark space that must have been a vacuum. Oh. Because there's a rush of air past you. You can just make out chests, heavy set chests, populating a weird cyst-like chamber on the other side. And we will find out (sighs) what treasures await you when we pick things up next week and well done everybody mm. I thought for a moment there I thought that was that mm. it was close it was very close very close I would have sunk into the ground anyway magic arguments next time yeah <laughs> okay so Hilltop Podcast is a billowing hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Prince of Red Hand and Age of Worms are copyright by The Prince of Red Hand was
written by Richard Pett. Music is from Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Bellowing Hilltop. Role-playing games are all about getting people together and we use Roll20 as our tabletop, the perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening! Thank you.